Entrepreneur on Fire 668. What are you waiting for? Tickets to a rocket ship? Well, here you go and hang on tight as John Lee Dumas is about to take you on a wild ride. Ignite. Did you know that at lynda.com you can watch video course content on your computer, laptop, or mobile device? Get access to the entire library free for seven days by visiting lynda.com slash fire. That's L-Y-N-D-A dot com slash fire. It's National Make-A-Will Month. LegalZoom provides legal help through independent attorneys and self-help, but they're not a law firm. Protect your family and future today. Visit LegalZoom.com, enter fire in the referral box at checkout. Light that spark, Fire Nation. John Lee Doom is here, and I am fired up to bring you our feature guest today, Della Toro McNeil II. Del, are you prepared to ignite? I am on fire, brother. Let's do this thing. I love it. Del is a peak performance expert and best-selling author of Caught Between a Dream and a Job. He helps people do what they love and get paid for it. He has delivered over 3,000 paid presentations to major corporations, associations, sports teams, small businesses, top-ranked colleges, and universities worldwide. Dell, I've given our listeners just a little overview, so take a minute. Tell us about you personally, because we want to get to know you. Then give us an overview of everything else you've done in your business, my man. Man, I'm so excited to be here with you, John. And hey, everybody in Fire Nation, listen, I'm pumped. Get your pen, pad, paper. Yes. Tell Ray Ray Pookie. Tell everybody to log on and check this out. Because <laughs> I'm really, really excited, man, about helping people do what they love. You know, I've been fortunate enough in my life and career. I'm a young guy like you, John, just fortunate enough to tap into and figure out what it means to live your purpose and live your purpose so well that you get paid for it. In grade school, I had a, a weakness in the area of reading and I had a weakness in the area of of kind of, I hated to read out loud in class. So uh, when I'd be the third student sitting back from the front, you know, and, and each student takes a paragraph, I would go down to the third paragraph and I would actually memorize it. And then when it came my turn to read, I would just present it. And because I was so afraid of reading out loud because I knew if I made a mistake, all my friends would laugh at me. So that weakness of um, academically that I had when I was a child actually started developing my gift and my ability to present and to speak and to memorize content and share it, man. And my mom, who's my greatest mentor and friend, um, was a Sunday school teacher. And so she always raised my brother and I to really be articulate and have something to say. And I got hooked on uh, quote books early in my um, educational journey. And, and, and so I made a decision that I was going to be a person who was able to take small amounts of information and expound on it in powerful and profound ways. So, you know, I spend my, I spend my time as an entrepreneur. I've been a full-time entrepreneur for 12 years now. I've been in the professional speaking and publishing space for 15 years now. Uh, and it's just been an amazing journey. Been all over the world, worldwide television, books, all that stuff. But man, it, it, it's come at a price. And every entrepreneur knows that there is no such thing as a as a rags to riches story without a whole lot of pain along the way. Yeah. So one of the things that I, I teach people, John, is that if you really want to make your dream happen, you're going to fail on the way to something small and you're going to fail on the way to something big. So you might as well go for the big things in life. You know what I mean, bro? 
I am all with you, Dallin. I can tell you that Fire Nation's pencils are already smoking hot from what they've already <laughs> taken down from just your energy, your enthusiasm, and these value bombs, Dal, that you are going to be dropping upon us throughout the remainder of the interview. But before we really dive into your story, and oh, we're going to dive into your story, we always start with a success quote, with a mantra. I know that you, Dell, have a great mantra for us, so take it away. My mantra is this. Write this down. Either you build your own dreams or somebody else is going to hire you to build theirs. Mm. <laughs> so good. I'm going to say it again. Either you build your own dreams or somebody else will hire you to build theirs. So if you think about it, John, the reason why I share that all across the world is because I believe that at the end of the day, some hiring is going to be going on. Either you're going to look at your resume, look at your credentials, look at your gift and talent and say, you know what? I'm about to hire myself or you're going to go ahead and allow yourself to be hired away your gifts and talents to the highest bidder for for, for, for some t- for a season and sometimes for a lifetime. And I do believe that there is a season in all of our lives where we need to be hired by somebody so that, that way they can kind of take us under their wing and teach us and coach us and mentor us. But at the end of the day, at some point, you should look at your credentials and your background and the clubs and organizations and your education and your and on your self-development and your personal development and say, you know what? It's time for me to take a gamble and a chance and a risk on myself. And the best investment I can ever make is in myself. So the best risk I can always take is a risk on myself and my own gifts and talents. I firmly believe that one, bro. Dell, I'm right behind you because there is definitely a time, Fire Nation, to be an apprentice, to learn from those who have been before you. And we are so blessed, Dell, this day and age right now to be able, though, to hire ourselves in any capacity. I mean, look at myself, Dell. My past careers, I was an army officer. Then I was a lawyer, corporate finance. I had nothing to do with the online world. I had nothing to do with broadcasting. And you know what? If it was 20 years ago, if I wanted to do something like this, have a show that has now been downloaded, listened to over 7.6 million times in over 145 countries, I would have had to go to radio school or broadcasting school and work for some radio station. But you know, we now, Dell, more than ever, can hire ourselves. You've hired yourself. I've hired myself. Fire Nation, hire yourself. And Dell, you have so much to share. I don't want to delay any longer. We're going to tell three major stories today. The first major story is going to be about some of that pain, that trials, those tribulations that you have been through. So tell us a story, Dell, of a time that you have failed and the lessons you learned. John, I appreciate that. And, and one of the things that I want to share as I begin to go into this story is one of the things that people say all across the world, John, when they hear me present, teach, or coach, is they say, man, Del Toro, you got so much energy. And I say, that's because I spell energy differently the way you do. Most people spell energy E-N-E-R-G-Y, right? Energy, right? Energy drinks, energy, like just, just passion, whatever. I spell energy I-N-N-E-R-G, energy. In other words, that G stands for gratitude. Every day that I get up, John, I'm grateful. I'm thankful that I'm fortunate enough, like you just talked about, to live in a place, live in a time, live in a time and space where I can do what I love and get paid very well to do it. I'm grateful that I get a chance to touch audiences and touch people's lives and impact people with my message and my story. So if you're, if you, if you really want to be a part of Fire Nation, I believe that the number one emotion that you must master is the emotion of gratitude and get up every day with the right attitude that says, hey, 
life is plotting for me, not against me. Things are happening for me, not um, not against me. Life is actually working out for my favor. People are plotting to hook me up, not plotting to take me out. You know, things are much better than I think they are. Have an attitude of gratitude, and that's going to take you so far in business and in life. It's not even funny. Uh, do you agree with that, John? A hundred percent. I just want to rephrase a couple of things that you said, or not rephrase them, but just restate them because they're so good. And that's inner G Fire Nation, that G standing for gratitude and have an attitude of gratitude, Dell. I mean, you're just nailing it, my friend. Keep rocking. Oh, thanks, man. So failure story. Okay, so check this out, y'all. I'm sure you're on this call and you can relate to, you can identify with the fact that, you know, you're taught to do the old school thing. Go to school, get a great education, create, trade that education for a salary and then kind of, you know, trade up to the highest bidder for 40, 50 years, retire at 65. And as most people do, die three years after retirement. And so I went to Florida State University, overcame that at-risk label. And actually, this failure story uh, has not only um, have I shared it across the world, but actually Joel Osteen has actually shared this story, John, in a major sermon that he preached that uh, went out to about 20 million people that follow him. Uh, so it's kind of powerful. So, so I, you know, dude, uh, I overcome the at-risk labeling with the mentoring of my mom and my sixth grade teacher. And I go to Florida State, I get my bachelor's and master's. Watch this, John. Bachelor's and master's, five years total, 4.0, no debt. I was killing college, dude. I wasn't playing the radio. <laughs> I was I was serious, man. Because and and, the, and and here's the reason why. I wanted to make my mom proud. I didn't want my mom to have to struggle. I was raised in a single parent environment. So a lot of my hustle, dude, came from the fact that I didn't want my mom to have to struggle to put me through school. So I got my first job when I was 14 years old. And I've had a job or some form of employment ever since I was 14. And I'm 37 now, but what for, for me, what it was is I wanted to go into college with that work ethic, man. So I got the bachelor's, I got the master's, came out with a 4.0 and a $50,000 a year job in corporate America. I'm working for one of the top four global consulting firms, had an apartment in Dallas, had an apartment in Tampa, living the life. I bought my first house at 21 years old, closed on the house in May of 2001, and then in July of 2001, I got laid off unexpectedly, went from 50 grand to nothing in a day. Because the company that I work for split and they laid off everybody in the training and development department. And so now, and not only did I get laid off, but they also said, hey, you know that signing bonus that we gave you? You owe that back within 60 days. So now I'm in a situation where I'm like, wow, are you freaking kidding me? I've lost my job. I just bought a new house. And and, and, and I love it when we talk about necessity entrepreneurship, right? Because that's truly where I was, bro. I was backed up in a corner. I was backed up, man. Zig Ziglar, uh, you know, John Maxwell, Dr. Stephen Covey, Les Brown, Anthony Robbins. All these people were Mufasa. John, I was Simba and a brother just couldn't wait to be king. You feel what I'm saying? So. So, so, but I realized something powerful, man. I realized that there was no difference between Simba and Mufasa. They were both king. They were just in different stages. So I started treating myself like a little king rather than a big kid. And I made a decision the day after I got laid off. I said, never again am I going to let somebody else determine my destiny. I've got the bachelor's. I got the master's. I got the 4.0. And life still hit me with one of the toughest obstacles you could ever deal with. John, I ended up losing that house. I was unemployed for four months. And so I had to end up selling my very first house that I built from the ground up. I didn't even get to enjoy it for one full year before I had to sell it. And then they put a pre-foreclosure on my credit report. So I'm not even 22 years old and I've got a pre-foreclosure on my credit. I mean, I haven't even gotten started good and I've made millions since, but I want to share this lesson. I promise you in your life, as you strive towards making your dream happen, 
extraordinary challenges come to extraordinary people. And if you're blessed enough to call yourself an extraordinary person, that means the only thing that made you extraordinary is the fact that you've overcome a lot of extraordinary stuff. So every champion that's listening to Fire Nation right now, I congratulate you for all of the stuff you had to overcome to be who you are today. Dell, let's first off, let's just start at the beginning. Go Seminoles. <laughs> Go Seminoles. FSU, baby. <laughs> what? That's awesome, dude. And secondly, I had to laugh so loud because when you were talking about Simba and Mufasa, I was just thinking, oh, I just can't wait what? to be king. <laughs> and Dell, what I really took away from this, and this is so powerful for Fire Nation, Choose yourself. Be in control of your destiny, Fire Nation. Don't put your destiny, the most important thing, in somebody else's hands. And Dell, you have been in control of your destiny since that time, and it's brought you to where you are today. What is the one clear takeaway? If you can just break it down, sum it up in one sentence for Fire Nation. You drop so many value bombs, Dell. Give us one to walk away with. Our pencils are scribbling. They're poised right now. What do you got for us? Man, I would say this, you know, life is not about waiting for the storm to pass. It's about learning how to dance in the rain. I'm going to say it again. Life is not about waiting, sitting back and waiting for the storms to pass. It's about learning how to dance in the rain, learning how to create a party in the middle of a challenging situation. You might be listening to this right now and your business is struggling or you're a entrepreneur or you're a solopreneur or you're a mompreneur or a dadpreneur or you're a collegepreneur or you're a I don't knowpreneur or you might be a killing it, crushing it, <laughs> taking names, kicking buttpreneur. Regardless of where you are on this continuum, you're going to hit storms. You're going to face challenges and adversity. And I want you to understand it's not about sitting back and being passive. It's about learning how to party in the midst of it. And watch this. Have such a profound attitude that people can't even tell when you're going through a storm. People can't even tell when you're going through adversity because your attitude and your demeanor is that of gratitude, like we talked about at the, end, at the beginning of the call. And if you operate in gratitude every day, regardless of what's going on in your life, personally or financially or whatever, whatever, you're going to find something to be thankful and grateful for. You're going to get up with tremendous amounts of energy without coffee, without energy drinks, without supplements. You'll just have a pure fire for life and you'll have a zest to make your dream happen no matter what. Dell, I mean, you embody the entrepreneur on fire name tag better than at least 99.9% of my guests. And that's saying a lot because all of them are on fire, but you just truly bring it to the next level. And that one quote that I just want to say one more time, because it's so powerful, is life is not waiting for the storm to pass. It's learning to dance in the rain, Fire Nation. So if it's raining right now where you are, just go outside, have some fun, and dance. And Del, we're going to the other end of the spectrum now, because I want to hear another story. And this one is an aha moment, a light bulb that's gone off in your journey at some point, Del. So tell us that moment, and then the steps you took to turn that idea into success? What I did was I went to the National Speakers Association because I called up one of my mentors that had, start, had started mentoring me when I was in college. And I said, man, I have this dream. I want to do this. You know, I'm trying to make it happen. I just got laid off. You know, what should I do? He said, you better get down to the National Speakers Association. I said, I can't afford it. He said, when I first started, I couldn't afford it. Whatever you got to do, get to where the people that do what you want to do already are. And so I said, OK, so I drove. I, it happened to be in Orlando that year. So I drove down to the National Speakers Association Convention without being registered. John, I was not I was not registered <laughs> for this conference. I didn't have a badge. I didn't have a lanyard. 
<laughs> I didn't have anything. But dude, I walked the lobby. I didn't I didn't go into any of the paid sessions. All I did was I wanted to put myself in the environment where my dream was happening and where the people that were living my dream full time were. And man, within five minutes of walking into that lobby, I, I dressed like I dressed the part. I had a nice satchel. In five minutes of going to the National Speakers Association convention for the first time, as an unregistered guest, walk in the lobby, I met Stedman Graham. I met Les Brown for like the third or fourth time, Zig Ziglar and his wife. I had a chance to meet uh, Mark Victor Hansen, Jack Canfield. These, these people were just walking around, hang, hanging out like it was no big deal. And I, and I went up to, to, to Mark Victor Hansen because I was just blown away. And I said, and he was just sitting down casually and I started talking to him. And I said, man, I'm trying to figure out how do I really make my speaking career happen? How do I grow it? How do I build it? How do I accelerate it? He said, pick a niche and grow rich. I said, what? He said, <laughs> he said pick a niche and grow rich. And I was like, well, what do you mean by that? He said, what's the one thing that you've mastered? I said, well, I said, well, Mark Victor Hansen, I said, dude, and I called him Mark. I said, Mark, I'm, I'm 22, 23. I said, I haven't really mastered much. I said, corporations aren't going to take me serious. You know, I mean, you know, how, how do I do this? I'm, I'm so young. You know, these businesses aren't going to take me serious. Most government agencies aren't going to take me serious. How do I make my speaking dream happen when nobody's going to take me serious? He said, pick a niche and grow rich. He said, what have you done a good job at? I said, well, I think I did a pretty good job in college. He said, well, what did you do in college? I said, I got a bachelor's and master's in five years with a 4.0 and no debt. He said, wow. He said, that's extraordinary. Yeah. He said, he said, go around the country teaching college students how to do what you just did. And so he hooked me up with a couple of connections and he said, call this person, go to that workshop, go to this seminar. And I went, I invested in myself and I went to these places and I learned what I needed to learn so that I could start marketing myself as a speaker to college colleges across the country. And I used that platform to begin to start building out my speaking career. And so my aha moment, John, was realizing that there was a market, write this down, there was a market for what I thought was misery. Because I thought I'd done a great job in school, but I was like, you know what? I was in a miserable place. I was laid off. And that was another aha moment for me was that money was going to come from all these other sources, all these other places I didn't even think about. So, so, so right now, I want you to think about even in the midst of a misery or a tough or challenging or difficult situation or storm in your life, understand that there's, there's a market. In, the, in there. There's somebody who wants to hear your story. In other words, one of my one of my tough stories that I told uh, Mark Victor Hansen when we were sitting down was the fact that as a freshman, I didn't get picked for, for the fraternity that I wanted to be a part of. But not getting picked for that actually launched me into student leadership development. So I got involved in student government. I got involved in campus activities and I got involved in orientation and I got involved in, in, uh, in peer counseling. And all of those things helped me exercise my leadership skills and my presentation skills. So what was painful for me in college, which was not getting accepted into the fraternity, actually ended up being the thing that really kind of gave me that fire John, to really pursue my college education and crush it. And so what Mark Victor Hansen taught me was pick that niche and grow rich and tell your story to the people who already are impressed with your level of credibility. You know, John, so many times, you know what we do? We delay 
uh, putting our gift, our talent, our product or service out in the marketplace because we're waiting for another certification. Right. We're waiting for another credential. We're waiting for another uh, another license, another set of letters behind our name. We're waiting for this next level of, 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 of somebody knighting us to give us permission that it's okay. But if you're on the 12th floor and you're trying to get to the 50th floor, there's a whole bunch of people that aren't even in the building. Market yourself to the people who aren't even in the building. Market yourself to the people who are on the first floor. Market yourself to the people in the lobby. And those are the people who are your customers at this particular season. And don't let your hustle for another level make you discount the people that need you to get to your level. So, Dell, I'm bringing so many things to the surface here of what you're talking about. It's literally it's expanding my head to the point of explosion right now. And one thing that we talk about that you just bring to the forefront is that you are, Fire Nation, the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And if Della just kept hanging out you know, with other unemployed friends, just kind of drowning their own misery and whatever, he would have been the average of that. But he decided, you know what? I'm going to be around the people that I want to be. And so he went and he made that happen. And I just want to end by saying that value bomb of pick a niche and grow rich is so important, so critical. Because when you're starting Fire Nation, you need to niche down till it hurts. Get those raving fans at that place. Start making a name for yourself down there in that niche. Because when you get rich, that's when you can start to expand it back out and you can grow and you can broaden your horizons if you choose to at that time. And Dell, those were the value bombs that I pulled out. Give one to Fire Nation. Just break it down for us into one sentence. You know how I just love summing these things up. Take it away. <laughs> Absolutely, man. I, I, like, I say this all the time. Birds of a feather flock together. At the end of the day, like you just said, John, you are the average of the five closest people to you. And that's not just a quote. Actually, the U.S. Census backs up that data as well. You tend to earn within five to $10,000 of your five closest friends. So one of the things that I made a decision to do is go where I was celebrated, not where I was tolerated. I decided to put myself around people that would celebrate my gifts and talents. I knew that I would be celebrated by being around fellow peers that were speakers, authors, entrepreneurs, coaches, you know, radio personalities, people who were taking their gift and using it through oratory to impact the world. So I said that I would, I would surround myself with those people rather than the people who were just tolerating my gift and talent and calling it energy and calling it hype and calling it cheerleading and calling it rah-rah. I was like, no, it's much more than that. But in order for people to see what you're really made of. You know, I say this all the time. It's hard to see the picture when you're the frame. You need to be around people who can really truly look back at you and tell you how incredible you are. So Dell, you have a lot of incredibly proud moments to share. We have time for one. So break it down succinctly. Just share with us right now your proudest entrepreneurial moment. You know what? I'd probably say my proudest entrepreneurial moment was... Um, when I had the opportunity to earn the certified speaking professional designation uh, through the National Speakers Association, uh, and I earned that in 2011. Now, you just heard my, my, my aha moment, which came back in 2001 when I went to NSA for the first time. I didn't have the money, walked the lobby, et cetera, et cetera. And then for literally 10 years later to go back And at the same convention that I was walking the lobby as a nobody to be one of the youngest speakers on planet Earth to earn the certified speaking professional designation and earn it. So I earned it at age 33 and I earned it 10 years before the international average. 
um, it's, it's a big deal. I mean, you have to report millions of dollars of revenue that you've earned. They, they evaluated my clients over a five-year period. Um, uh, out, of a, out of a possible 10, I got a 9.98 from all of my clients around the world over a five-year period. I mean, it's just an int- a tremendous honor. Uh, the only thing higher than the CSP is the uh, Speaker Hall of Fame, but you can't earn that. It has to be bestowed upon you by people who are in the Speaker Hall of Fame. So to have earned that, man, at, at the age of, 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 of 33, it was just absolutely incredible. And I'd say that's probably one of my proudest moments because, um, you know, Brendan Burchard was in that audience. Yeah. Uh, Brian Tracy was in that audience. Um, you know, Wayne, uh, uh, Larry Wingett was in that audience. Of course, Les Brown, Willie Jolly. So many amazing people that I've studied and mentored and been mentored by for years were there uh, when Jeffrey Gittimer and, and they were coming up and just, just celebrating and applauding. And so I was really just in a place of total victory, man, because that was that was a culmination of a lot of things, a lot of ups, a lot of downs. But yet I was still able to make it. We just recently had Brian Tracy on Entrepreneur on Fire in early July, and I'm sure as you can imagine, Dell, that guy just brings value with every single word that he says. Like I was like writing down when he was saying, um, because somehow there was value (laughs) in the word, um, with Brian Tracy. And what I really want to do right now with you, Dell, is bring things to today, because you've walked us through an amazing journey. You've walked us through a failure, a struggle, lessons you learned, an aha moment, and what you got out of that. And you also walked us through an incredibly proud and rightfully so moment you've had. But now, Dell, take us to today. What is Delatoro McNeil II most fired up about right now? You know what I'm most fired up about, man, right now? I mean, like I said, I've done the traveling. I've done the, the books and television and radio and all that great stuff, and it's incredible. But, man, I'm, 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 what I'm most fired up about right now is, is I began a conference, an annual conference called the Full Throttle Experience, the uh, four-day live leaderpreneurship conference, John. And it's, it's a four-day experience for uh, business professionals and entrepreneurs. And so I created this word called leaderpreneurship to bring together the best elements of leadership and entrepreneurship. Because here's what I've learned from looking at the Forbes most wealthiest and, 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 and the most influential people from People Magazine and Time Magazine, et cetera, et cetera. Nine times out of 10, the people who are earning the most, who are the greatest entrepreneurs, end up in the greatest leadership titles. And the people that are the greatest leadership titles also tend to be earning the most. So I've learned that there's a big correlation between leadership and entrepreneurship. So I kind of put those two together to create this whole notion of leaderpreneurship. And and I really, really believe that getting together with a group of like-minded people to help you grow and expand your life and take it to that next level is like nothing um, I've ever seen. So I created the Full Throttle Experience. Last year was my first conference, and people can learn about it at fullthrottleexperience.com. That's fullthrottleexperience.com. It's my annual conference. I did it last year for the first time. And we got our next one coming up, John, September 17th through the 20th, right here in Tampa, Florida, uh, at the uh, Embassy Suites Hotel and Conference Center, Tampa USF. And I'm really, really excited, man, because for four days, I take people through probably one of the most intense experiential learning experiences of their life where we learn and then we do. We take notes and we have ahas, but then we put the notes and the pens and the paper down and we use our bodies to go through experiential sessions that force us to break through barriers and limitations and overcome fears and push past uh, excuses and to bond. We don't network, we bond and we form relationships. So my newest hat that I'm really most proud of is that of a conference host, man. And so 
you know, it's one thing to speak and do all that stuff. It's another thing to take on a budget to host a national conference. And it's, it's, it was new territory for me. It was uncharted waters for me. And this is my second year doing it. And I'm incredibly proud of it. And I'm excited about it. We bring top faculty from around the world who come to the experience. And what's really cool, John, is that, you know, I've created an environment where, you know, you know, it's a tough thing to get a speaker to come <laughs> to a conference and not only speak, but to come and actually stay. So my faculty actually come and hang out and hear each other and participate with the fa- with the uh, participants. So I'm at a season in my life, John, where what I'm most proud of and what I'm most excited about in my current business model is that I'm stretching myself beyond the boundaries of just keynote speaking and training and doing and doing events uh, for other organizations. I'm actually hosting my own annual conference, and I'm really really excited about all of the new uh, skills that I'm learning of being a conference host and what it means to rally people from around the country and build a movement called the Full Throttle Experience. Fire Nation, get inspired by this. I mean, here's Dell. He's already rocking and rolling. He's, you know, bringing in millions for speaking. He's made the highest honor possible besides the Hall of Fame for speakers. Yet, what is he doing? He is still pushing the envelope because if you are not uncomfortable with what you're doing, then you're not stretching yourself. You're not testing yourself as an entrepreneur. Dell continues to do this. I continue to do this. Every successful entrepreneur that's growing in their field, in their niche, is always pushing the that envelope. And Dell, right. we're about to enter the lightning round, but before we do, <laughs> let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. Most Americans don't have a will, but did you know that without one, you could be leaving yourself and your family vulnerable against the court dictating what happens to your property and other possessions? So many Americans procrastinate because they say making a will is too expensive or too time-consuming. My answer to that, LegalZoom.com. LegalZoom's prices make sense, and it only takes 20 minutes for LegalZoom to guide you through from start to finish. During National Make-A-Will Month, you can get special pricing on wills and living trusts by entering promo code FIRE in the referral box at checkout. Again, that's promo code FIRE. It's National Make-A-Will Month. Stop procrastinating, Fire Nation. Protect your family, protect your future at LegalZoom.com today. LegalZoom was developed by top attorneys to provide self-help services at your specific direction, but they're not a law firm. Legal help is furnished through vetted independent attorneys. Visit LegalZoom.com today and use promo code FIRE in the referral box at checkout. Personally, I work from a desktop computer 99% of the time. I know I'm probably in the minority when it comes to online business owners because a huge benefit that comes with being an online entrepreneur is that you can work from anywhere you want, a cafe, a beach, or a cabin in the mountains. If one of these is your favorite spots to get things done, then you're likely working on a laptop or some type of mobile device. It's pretty incredible that we can still have everything that we need available at our fingertips, even video course content from lynda.com. Whether you're looking for video courses that cover Adobe Creative Cloud, MS Office, or QuickBooks, lynda.com can help you stay current in an efficient and productive way. I'm excited to share the special offer that I've worked out with lynda.com to give you Fire Nation access to the entire library free for seven days. Visit lynda.com slash fire today. That's L-Y-N-D-A dot com slash fire. Dell, welcome to the lightning round where you get to share incredible resources in mind blowing answers. Sound like a plan? Sounds like a plan, bro. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? 
the number one thing that was holding me back from becoming an entrepreneur was two things. Number one was my excuse that I was too young. And number two, it was the fear of whether or not my dream would support my income. And so that's why I created this approach that says, hey, if your job is over on the left and the dream is over on the right, you need a dream job to build the bridge between where you are and where you wanted to be. So for me, that dream job was when I took that two year position at the University of South Florida and I taught public speaking and I became a faculty and staff trainer. That was my dream job. So I did that dream job from eight to five. And then on nights, weekends and lunch breaks, I was building my entrepreneurial dream on the side. So, you know, for me, John, again, what was holding me back was the fear and what was holding me back was was my story about my age. So mine was my story about my age. What's yours? Maybe your excuse or your story is uh, your weight or how you look or where you come from or your neighborhood or your income or what your bank account is or is not or how much business credit you can get or not get or whatever your situation is. It's just a story you're telling yourself. Get over your story and get into your greatness. In Dell, for podcasters, it's so often their voice. They let their voice just hold them back because they think that for some reason it's just not good enough to project, to share their message, to share what they have inside them. And, you know, here I am today and, you know, I've been very straightforward. I've actually had to push back my interviews for two days because I came back from a conference myself, Dell, where I lost my voice. It was a lot (laughs) of networking, a lot of speaking, a lot of late night relationship building, and my voice was gone. And it still is super strange right now, but I'm not letting that stop me because the message, Dell, the words that we're getting across is more important than anything else. Absolutely, bro. I agree 150%, man. So, Dell, what is the best advice you've ever received? Oh, wow. That's such a tough one, man, because I've had so many amazing mentors and and coaches in my life. But I'd say probably one of the best uh, pieces of advice that I got was that I got was from Tony Robbins, who said something powerful. He said, you know, in order to create the ultimate life, you have to master two skills, the 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 science of achievement and the art of fulfillment, the science of achievement being the science of how to set a goal and hit it, you know, which I think a lot of us have. But then it's that art of being fulfilled, being happy, being content with what you hit, being content with what you have, being content with what you've actually attained and achieved in your life. And so for me, it's, I've seen that to really play out very powerfully in my life because it's not just, it's not just about another gig or another event or another, or another appearance or whatever, or another audience. That's the achievement part. And that's great. But at some point you have to go inward and make sure that you are feeling fulfilled and feeling content. And again, it goes back to what we said at the top of this interview, starting with gratitude and living your life life from a grateful place is a wonderful way to continue to fill up that fulfillment tank so that that way you don't achieve stuff and say, oh, man, is that all there is? You know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying, my man. Could not agree with it more. And Tony Robbins, wow. We could have a whole show just on him too. But just on that. I'm like, are you kidding me? Just on that. <laughs> so Dell, share one of your personal habits, because you have a lot of them, that you believe yeah. contributes to your success. You know what? I would say one of the biggest habits that I believe that I possess is that of adding value first. I'm a firm believer in business and in life that... You don't ask the question of, hey, will you hire me or will you buy my book or will you, um, you know, book me for your convention or will you attend my conference or will you whatever Um, add value to other people's lives first. I believe that you can share a word, a form of encouragement, uh, some time, talent or treasures that you have that adds value to people first. And once you add value to them. 
getting them to purchase from you or patronize your business is a no-brainer at that point. So I think probably one of my habits that I try to do every day is make sure that I'm adding some form of value to someone every day. Dell, do you have an internet resource like an Evernote that you're just in love with that you can share with our listeners? Oh, gosh. Um, I, I, <laughs> you're going to laugh at this one. I'm actually a Fiverr fan, man. Yeah. <laughs> I really love Fiverr, man. I like supporting the people on Fiverr and, and their different um, projects and what they're working on and what they're up to. And I like the fact that they get to do work for me and I'm a high visibility customer for them. So it brings them a lot of new business and it gets them to, gets them a chance to work on projects that are, are kind of much bigger scale than a lot of times they're used to working on. Um, and I just think it's a really, really, I've made some really, really, of course, you got some kind of knucklehead vendors, but <laughs> I've built some really strong strategic partners through Fiverr.com has been really, really amazing. And I've had a chance to really kind of mentor and coach and, and kind of bring along some new freelancers and kind of help them build their businesses out, which has been really fun for me. Hey, Dell, those are just entrepreneurs who are making it happen. They're taking a chance or getting out there and they are working. Exactly. And I love it. I think it's incredible. Well, Fire Nation, you can find the links to this resource and everything that we've been chatting about in today's episode at eofire.com slash Delatoro McNeil. And Del, if you could recommend one book for our listeners, what would it be? Ah, wow. Well, I'm, I'm probably going to recommend two uh, <laughs> real quick. One, of course, is if you haven't had a chance to read Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich, you got to read that. Absolutely one of the best books, cornerstone for personal and professional development, hands down. Um, and I also would recommend anybody who's actually in transition, if you're in uh, entrepreneurial transition, I actually recommend my book, Caught Between a Dream and a Job. I think it's an incredible resource to help you shift out of job living by default and into dream living by purposeful and powerful design. You can learn more about it at caughtbetweenadreamandajob.com. Well, Dell, after this interview, you can count on me reading that book. And I actually could ask you a question. You're such yeah. an audio guy. You're such a great speaker. You come across with such passion. Have you created an audio book yet for Caught Between a Dream and a Job? Yes, I do. And it's actually, when you go to the caughtbetweenadreamandajob.com website, that's the resource that's available. It's a, it's a coaching program inspired by the book. Absolutely. Awesome. Brilliant. Well, Fire Nation, I know you love audio. So if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook like Think and Grow Rich or like Caught Between a Dream and a Job for free at eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com. And Dell, this next question is the last of the lightning rounds, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? <laughs> in the next seven days, I would go back to my primary skill set. And I'm going to say that to everybody on this call. Go back to your first love. I've never seen a tree come out of the ground with multiple trunks. Every successful person has a primary gift. That's their tree trunk of who they are. It's their purpose. Out of the trunk of who they are, they branch out into various things. Those branches produce fruit. And then, of course, there's leaves. Now, the weather makes the leaves go away. So you don't really want to put all your energy into the leaves of life. The pretty stuff, the house, the car, all that stuff's nice, but it's a byproduct of success because the storms of life can blow that stuff away. But the thing is, as you branch out into your gifts and talents, sometimes the storms of tough, tough economic times can cause some of your fruit and some of your branches to even fall off your tree. But if you notice, most trees still remain. They keep their trunk. What's my point? The trunk for me 
is helping people through peak performance, through coaching, through training. First thing I would do is I would conduct a seminar in my brand new world and I would get 50 people in a room and I would change and transform their lives, help them discover their purpose and their passion in that new world. And then I would upsell them into a conference experience. I would get them as individual coaching clients and I would rebuild my speaking business from scratch in my new world with my new people. Wow. Fire Nation, focus <laughs> on your one trunk. I just love that analogy of growing your trunk, the branches into the leaves, but you know, your focus needs to remain on that trunk. And Dell, you've given us so much. I need to give you my favorite acronym for the word focus. Follow one course until success. I love it. I love it. And, and you, John, you know what I say? I say, be like a stamp and stick to one thing until it delivers. <laughs> <laughs> Man, we could do this all day, Dell. I love where we're going with this. And you have been so inspiring throughout this entire interview. Give us just one parting piece of guidance, Dell. Share the best way that we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye. Absolutely. Just Google my first name, Delatoro. I'm on all social media. I'd love for you to follow us on. Uh, give us a recommendation on LinkedIn if you enjoyed it. Connect with us through that platform. We're also on Facebook. Uh, just search for Delatoro on Facebook or Twitter. Our handle is just at Delatoro. Again, if you're interested in our four-day leaderpreneurship conference called the Full Throttle Experience, it's based on a motorcycle metaphor. It's absolutely epic. Please visit us at FullThrottleExperience.com right now. That's FullThrottleExperience.com. If you enjoyed this 35 minutes, we've been imagine me putting you in a headlock for four days. <laughs> uh, it's absolutely incredible. That's FullThrottleExperience.com. If you're interested in our career to dream transition material, that's caught between a dream and a job.com. That's caught between a dream and a job.com. And um, if you'd like more information about our products and services, of course, you can just w- visit our, our primary speaking website, which is just my first name.com, Delatoro.com, D E L A T O R R O. That's D E L A T O R R O.com. Right back at you, John. Fire Nation, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And you've been hanging out with Dell and myself all day, so keep up the heat. And Dell, Fire Nation is well aware. They can find the links to everything that we've been talking about. All of your contact information, your book, your book recommendation, your resource, everything at eofire.com. Just type Dell, D-E-L, in the search bar and his show notes page will pop right up. And Dell, thank you for being so generous with your time, your experience, your expertise. Fire Nation salutes you and we'll catch you on the flip side. God bless you, man. Veterans, are you interested in owning your own business? Join me, Antonio Centeno and Tom Morks, all successful entrepreneurs and veterans, as we talk about what it takes to build your own business from scratch by leveraging the skills you developed while serving your country. And you'll have the support of a community of veterans that are committed to helping you succeed. Visit HighSpeedElite.com. That's HighSpeedElite.com. Thank you so much for joining us today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head on over to eofire.com for full recaps of every show, our amazing blog articles and resources, and just plain fun. Your entrepreneurial journey awaits, so prepare to ignite. 